tell you that everything that you could ever hope for or imagine can be found simply waiting for you to believe it within you. Today, how in the beginning it was good and how to go there in order to manifest your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad that you made it so that we can continue on together in our journey right into the universe of manifestations where we are mastering the universe around us. Hello, Miss Megan. <laughs> Hello. Throw out the email address. What is it? Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Gets an email to us. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Are you having a good day today? I'm having a great day. Happy Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> You're like, when's yay? When yay, Thursday. I love that. Friday. <laughs> you love all the yays. <laughs> Every day's a yay. It does change things. I'm excited about today's topic. In the beginning, it was good. Mm. And we're going to be working from day 39 of the guided journal. If you've got one, go grab it real quick. And uh, let's open it up and study this together. I love it. Inspiration is a wondrous thing, isn't it? Yes. Think about it. Inspiration. I was just dwelling on this this morning. And I think that it's fascinating at how different things inspire all Mm. of us differently. Yes. You know, someone will be inspired by a four-leaf clover and... Someone else will not be, or a butterfly, or you know, a sporting event. It's Uh, so specific to to who we are. Weightlifting. What what inspires you? (laughs) What inspires me? Oh my goodness! Usually, it's going to be the wilderness. But there aren't there just so many things for inspiration. I mean, if I were to ask you, what inspires you to paint? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the wilderness. What inspires you to play music? Maybe it's the wilderness. What inspires (laughs) you to dress a certain way? Maybe it's the wilderness. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it is. (laughs) Right? Well, and it's interesting, too, because, you know, just depending on how the light is or what time of day it is or where you are, I mean, everything is just so different Mm. and it connects to a different place in you. And, yeah. That's true. I mean, the lighting. What inspires you to go to sleep? What inspires you to wake up in the morning? (laughs) Right. You know, is it something that you've got planned to do or is it? You're just tired of sleeping. Inspiration. <laughs> what a what a concept. Never tired of sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Always or always, always tired and sleeping. Always up for a nap. <laughs> In the beginning it was good, day thirty-nine. I want to read from some of the guidance here on day thirty-nine. It says that you were originally designed by the creator of the universe with every inherent characteristic for perfection. The opposing force of corruption is an abrasion to perfection. Hmm. Our adhering beliefs, those beliefs that we adhere to and rely upon, determine the nature of our influencers. In other words, whatever we're being inspired by is the thing that we're going to adhere to and rely upon. Hmm. Ah, So the good news is, is that we were predestined with the ability to choose good. Those good redemptive qualifiers, in other words, to turn away from the things that are not good for us. And we do it by choice. And then it says that those are found in our soul. Ask love, unconditional love for wisdom, and we will find it. And so, oh, I'm just, 
I'm really supercharged about getting into all of this today. There's so much meat in this one. Day 39, which by the way, I love the, the design. I love the little moons on there, the moons and the stars and watercolors. Beautiful. It's a happy day. So inspiring. <laughs> Speaking of inspiration. Well, what an incredible concept that we are going to be defined by really what we're inspired by. That's I've never, ever had that thought of it that way. Inspiration, isn't that what we are choosing to observe because it stimulates us for some reason? Right. Um, bad things will stimulate us. That's why you know, so many news programs are as popular as they are. People are stimulated by the negative. Yes. Well, in other words, another way of saying that is so many are inspired by the negative. Mm. And if you allow yourself to observe the negative energetics of what's going on around us, well, it creates. Wow. It inspires to create. In quantum physics, researchers discovered at CERN something called the God particle in 2012, which is it's a universal substance which upholds all things and it permeates through all things. Mm. There is only this one substance from which everything with form comes from. The formative substance it carries within itself, the discernment for disseminating the blueprint for forming all things. So it's this substance which contains the DNA of purpose for all things. Now, if that's not enough to get uh, get your attention, if that's not enough to um, just kind of start the process of blowing your mind, <laughs> listen to this. The substance from which all things are created is intelligent. So what we know is that where there is no substance, well, there's no intelligence, first of all, but then nothing, um, there's nothing that has form where there's no substance. And where there is form, all things were created by the form of like kind design. Mm, I always find this topic really amazing when I think about how you know, like you said, all things are formed by attracting a substance of like kind. Can you can you just expand on that a little bit? What exactly do you mean by like kind? Well, this means what this means is that the universe, as it is, was designed by intelligence, and as we continue to pull apart what is what there is to pull apart, we understand that where there is passion, for example, there must be a substance which has passion, where there is joy. There must be a substance which has joy. Where there is thought, there must be a substance which thinks. All things are created from particles of energy. And now what that makes one what makes one thing different from another is the vibrational frequency of the particles. For example, a rock. When we look closely enough at a rock, we can see that a rock has moving particles of electrons and protons that actually make up the rock. And the speed of those particles is predetermined by a particle called the Higgs boson, or the God particle. Now, I'm about to turn the spotlight on us. Every single person was created with a unique ability to imagine and to intelligently think about what we imagine. And thought, in of itself, cannot be a vibration. Vibration is motion, and motion is not intelligent. Motion is the moving of the substance. Intelligence is in the substance, and it's not in the motion. Exactly in the same way that if thought is in the brain, for example, it must be in the brain's substance and not in the motions, which the brain's substance makes. Okay, so intelligence, what we think, how we think, our thoughts... 
Um, all those things are located in the substance of our minds or the substance that created our minds? Great question because, look, here we are in 2020 on the precipice of new and remarkable understanding of not only how we were created to function, but more importantly, why we were even created at all. We were created in the image of the substance of intelligence. The original intention for the design of every living spiritual being while having a natural experience was to inhabit all of our Creator's wisdom, all of our Creator's power by perceiving the thoughts of the original intelligence. We were formed with the ability to imagine to see and to attract what we adhere to and rely upon. So those things, uh, it's those things that we subjectively believe. And for those who make the choice, manifest things and circumstances by aligning their desires with the original intention for all things. In other words, their lives advance as they were meant to be, as preconceived by the Creator. The DNA for our original genius of purpose, which is located within the blueprint of our soul, has no defect. There's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. And life, life for every person, every creative, will advance the mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question. Uh, imagine that, me having a question. <laughs> what is it now? <laughs> what do you want? What are you even doing here? <laughs> oh, um, so if the experience of our lives, um, it's meant to advance and... Like you're saying, it's an expression of of our best lives. Then why do so many human creatives live in live in lack? Why are so many sick? Why why is there all of this failure in the world? Okay, there is a caveat in to our ability to attract our best lives, and it is this. That same ability to choose an abundant life can also choose failure. Mm. Or falling away from an abundant expression of life. We were created with an innate ability to immerse ourselves, to meditatively look within, to locate purpose and to locate wisdom. Think about it. I mean, this is the perfect hiding place for our genius of purpose on the inside of us. Because here's the irony. As close as our best life is located to us, since in the very beginning, the the from the very beginning, the creatives, the human beings have been going up and down the earth, digging and diving, climbing and exploring and investing and searching for something that's already within themselves, mm. which originates from the universal mind of the creator that contains all knowledge and all wisdom and all truth. So from the very beginning, Megan, the original genius of purpose for every single human creative with regards to all there is and all that can possibly ever be has been placed for discovery within ourselves. We have this limitless reservoir of wisdom and power, which is open to, it's open to us, which we can draw upon when we choose to. So we have a perfect function with the ability to choose to operate within the perfect function, or we, we can simply choose not to operate within it. Um, when you're saying that we're choosing to, and that we are, well, we're choosing not to operate in it, or we, or we are choosing to operate in this in this entity, what does that look like? What does that making that choice look like? 
Well, it's simply looking within to recognize our genius of purpose. It's asking the right questions. It's being quiet and removing ourselves away from those negative influencers that uh, uh, will lead us away from our purpose for living. So making the decision is, is quickly followed by this action that you're kicking into gear to make that choice relevant to your life. Recognizing the differences, recognizing what will lead us toward our best life, right. our genius of purpose, and, and those things that inspire us and move mm-hmm. us according yeah. to yeah. Uh, what we can be in those innate uh, abilities. You know, you began today talking about how everything in the universe that has form, it was created by this the substance of the intelligence of the creator. So I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying is that the original design for for all things, it was good or actually perfect. Yeah, consider plants for just a moment. Trees have a perfect way of functioning, uh, a way that was created to be good from the very beginning of the life cycle of a tree. Just like all known organisms, trees use DNA in order to pass on their traits. Plants are unique in that they're able to produce energy-dense carbohydrates through photosynthesis, which is a process that's achieved by the use of chloroplasts. Chloroplasts possess their own DNA. So we know that where there is chloroplasts, that there must be a universal substance which has the blueprint for chloroplasts. Now, the stuff with plants, it gets even more weird. There's actually there's a new report that's been published that says that trees actually scream when being cut. Mm, I don't like that. I don't either. But, <laughs> oh, but researchers no. from Tel Aviv University, listen, in Israel, what they did is they discovered that plants stressed by drought or you know, some kind of physical damage will emit high-frequency distress noises. Mm. But not only that, but it's been discovered that trees will communicate their needs And they send each other nutrients through a network of latticed fungi that's buried in the soil. In other words, they talk to each other. I mean, they communicate because it was determined by the universal substance of creation that for a tree to communicate is a good thing. Not only is it good for its most basic survival, but it's good for trees to advance, to become more, and to grow and to prosper. So to your point, all things were created. All things were predestined with the good intentions of unconditional love and life, expansion, abundance, and for the human creative happiness and and joy and those things. So it's the ability for a human creative to choose that was first imagined by our creator, then desired, then formed and placed within us that was seeded within us for the purpose of granting human creatives the ability to align ourselves with all that is good should we choose to. It's a choice because without choice, well, we wouldn't be able to relate with the Creator by emulating the Creator, by imagining to create like the Creator, by choosing to be like the Creator or not. It's the authority of choice that attracts our desires. What we imagine to desire when aligned with positive energetics attracts the substance of Uh, redemptive qualifiers that enables us to expand and to grow and to become perfected versions of ourselves. In in other words, we manifest what we choose to enjoy. That makes me think of that movie Avatar, where all the trees would talk to each other. I love that movie. Mm, Doesn't it make you think of that? Like like that movie is reality. That's so cool, isn't it? Beautiful rendition of life form, right? Mm, Amazing. So, um, you know, we get to choose what we will enjoy, like you're like you're telling us, and it's the choice 
that attracts what we will manifest. That's the sequence. We inhabit what we choose to inhabit. We have access to what we choose to have access to. We experience what we choose to experience. Energy is all around us. And in every person, it's in every place. And even though we can't see energy, it is still there. It's a life force. And it's one that we can easily understand uh, from the context of how we feel from day to day. Um, do, do I feel lethargic or am I invincible? Am I dispassionate or am I joyful? Every creative emits their own energy. And we have the sensory perception abilities to interpret those energetic frequencies. And it's on a subliminal subconscious level. But some of those energetics will communicate approachability. It'll communicate joy while um, some of those other energetics will communicate doom and gloom, for example. I mean, don't we all know people that they can't seem to get out of the doom and gloom of energetics? Mm. Or they're always approachable and and joyous and happy and buoyant. (laughs) And what's fascinating about this is that deep level communication has also been confirmed, revealing that, you know what, plants, plants will absorb communicative energy from other plants. Just in the same way that our body is like a sponge absorbing energy that surrounds us. And so why is the ability to communicate and to interpret and to discern negative energetics from positive energetics so important to life forms? Look, life within the cosmos is on a quest. It's on a journey to expand uh, the original intention for quality, for good, for the masterpiece representing the original intention of creation. The journey, uh, any journey requires navigation, right? So what are we navigating? The positive from the negative. Uh, Blessing from destruction. Expansion from contraction. More from less. Happiness from sadness. Health from sickness. Abundance from poverty. Love from hate. Life from death. Look, we all have our bad days. And when that happens... We know that we are, we're we're off our A game, (laughs) some people will call it. I used to ride motorcycles with a friend of mine, and sometimes, you know, we go up through the mountains, and we're zigzagging back and forth. We get to the end of this run, and and, uh, he he used to look at me, and he'd say, you know what? I think I'm I'm not on my A game today. (laughs) (laughs) If you're ever, oh my gosh, if you're ever on your A game, it needs to be on a motorcycle. Right? But look, (laughs) have you noticed that we will tend to perceive negative energy as something other people have while blaming our own bad mojo on having a bad mood due to maybe a lack of sleep or someone that's just perhaps offended us? Have you noticed how we will tend to judge ourselves by our good intentions while judging others by what they do or don't do? Have you, no, have you noticed that you know, negativity can be so entrenched in us that it will just go unnoticed by us and that we're going about our life you know, doing what we always do, the way we usually do it, and it's actually us who's the negative Ned or the negative Nancy in the group. <laughs> and, we're just, and we're just saying, well, what's wrong with everybody else? Look, we choose every day to rewild ourselves away from those negative source influencers, even if those influencers are us. You know, it's funny. That makes me think about, um, it was a long time ago. It was, I was, I was in, gosh, junior high or high school. And I developed this really crazy pain in my shoulder from violin, just from 
you have to, as a violinist, you're, it's sort of this awkward position that you're always in holding this violin. And I just remember developing that pain and I never told anyone about it just because I figured it would go away. But then I, it just, it almost just became something that was always there and that anytime I played, it was there and I just got used to it and it just became like my new normal. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes me think of what, how easy it is for something negative, a negative unction, a negative personality for it to set in and then just become a part of who you are. And you don't even realize that it's happened. It just, it's just sort of always there hanging out. Um, I eventually figured out ways to get rid of that but it took such a long time and it took someone going well you know Megan that's not normal you're not supposed to be hurting like that Um, but I I kept it for years and just never even never even questioned it great example of how things become us energetics become us and we we uh, adapt to those things and we normalize it Mm. by receiving it and accepting it and that's how people and that's how so many will end up in a negative lifestyle and it just, it's like the lobster effect you've heard of, in, yeah. uh, which I, I don't like the example of it, but you would put a live lobster into boiling water and supposedly, and I don't know that I agree with this, the lobster doesn't know that the heat's being turned up on it. Yes. It just becomes normalized to its horrible environment. Right. Well, and I, and I think that's a really powerful word that you're using, normalize. Um, it's a very dangerous word. If you, there are so, you know, if you look back through history, some of the most, the worst atrocities happened because that atrocity was normalized in the eyes of so many people. And so just imagine the danger of normalizing these things within yourself, because it's almost like to normalize is to accept, is to accept it as permanent and part of you. And so being aware of the things that we've normalized that aren't right and they should shouldn't be a part. They're not part of our original source energy that you've Correct. told us yeah, about. That's it. Because once we normalize it, it becomes part of our journey. Yes. We start looking for those things. Not only are we attracting the normalized negative energetics, but mm-hmm. we are um, being attracted to those things that are negative. Yeah. And it's this, this um, a kinetic energy that's moving us toward those things that are not good for us anymore because it's been normalized to us. Well, and doesn't that create this very permanent lens for your life that you have to completely redo? Um, Hey mom, I love my mom, but she, she has prescription, right? She has, she wears glasses and she has prescription sunglasses and she has prescription regular glasses. And all the time she'll come inside and be like, why is it so dark in here? (laughs) I'm like, mom, you have your sunglasses on. But it just makes me think about this. You know, you walk out into an otherwise bright, friendly, beautiful world and you have this terrible lens for life that you've developed. And, and, you know, and I guess that's a whole other podcast is digging out those, those things that we have allowed to become natural. Well, positive people are drawn to positive energy. Negative Mm -hmm. people are drawn to negative energy. Like attracts like. So it's very possible that we're unwillingly attracting negativity into our lives. It's very possible that we're unaware of our own negativity. So how, how can we change our energetics? Mm. Negative energetics are far more than just a bad mood for a couple of days. Yes. Negativity is literally toxic to our mind and our body. It can make us feel depressed. It can make us feel gloomy, emotionally reactive, and overly defensive causing us to see the world through the lens you're talking about, a lens of fear, a lens of darkness, one that's been skewed from um, uh, what's best for us. It can cause us to see the world uh, through the lens of anger and uh, paranoia. Some of the symptoms of negative energy in our body can include restlessness, 
It can include sleeplessness, um, sleepiness, nervousness, uh, headaches, stomach aches. It will uh, cause our body to have fatigue and exhaustion, heavy breathing, for example. Um, there's confusion and tension from negative energy. Sudden mood swings can be the result of negative energy being held in our bodies. Anxiety or depression. All of these things may be the result of the presence of negative energetics. Since our thoughtful mind and our physical body are deeply connected, that's the physical manifestation of the presence of negative energetics. In other words, our mental negativity has a physical counterpart. So while having a bad day every once in a while is just part of life and it, it doesn't do you any harm, actually the practice of willful navigation through a minefield of negative energetics is it's actually part of the successful journey to manifest our best lives. So, you know, we expect those kind of days. And because we expect them, we go ahead and we go through them. We don't stay there. Don't camp out in, the, in a bad day. The bad day is going to show up. Don't be alarmed. Keep going through it. We're on a journey. These are the obstacles of life. These are the things that we're navigating through to get around and move through them. So if you're having one, go on and go through it. And do it by remaining unattached to it. Do it by not being stimulated by those negative energetics. And I like that you've made the point too that, that those negative energetics, they have a direct link to our physical how we feel physically and in all of these different directions. But that means that we also get to make this exciting leap and say, oh, that means our positive energetics are also going to affect our bodies in this in this amazing way as well. I always imagine just pulling the sheets tighter on the sailboat and I'm going to lift up one of the pontoons. We're going to get a little more wind in our sheets, in our <laughs> sail, yeah. and I'm going to tack left and right and I'm going through it. It becomes, it becomes a game of life mm. to be able to maneuver and tack and sail and, and journey right on through those things. It can actually be detrimental for our uh, physiological health to suppress our feelings and to feel bad about feeling bad mm. because it's a fact. I mean, it is a way of, of life for the journeyman. So the KB Creative casts down those negative thoughts by affirming with gratitude positive thoughts. Inhabiting a life form, even in the image of the creator, means that we navigate through stormy waters when they show up. Enjoy the ride because you know how to get through it. In other words, there can be no light without dark, no joy without sadness. However, enduring negative energy day in and day out for prolonged periods, that's the thing that will result in those traits becoming a fundamental part of us and our own personality. And it will always guaranteed lead you away from your purpose in life. And I don't want to rush past this one really um, fantastic tip really that you've given us which is you said that you like to imagine uh, pulling the sheets tight on a sailboat and lifting up and sailing away and, and clipping along at this really amazing pace. And I think that's really demonstrating to us the power of imagination. And, you know, you don't have to just, I'm going to imagine myself being happy. No, put yourself in, in an imaginative place that that is buoyant and that lifts you up. And in a place, you know, maybe you're imagining yourself on the edge of a cliff with the wind blowing, looking out at the ocean, whatever it is. But it's the power, the power of our imagination. That's the secret weapon to always, you know, pulling ourselves out of these, out of these nosedives. It's always up to us, isn't it? Yeah. In the beginning, it was good. In the end, it will be good. 
What we do with it in between is up to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss said, you have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You are on your own, and you know what you know, and you are the guy who decides where to go. (laughs) Best quote uh, yet (laughs) to date, and I'll probably remember it as well, too. Love Dr. Seuss. When I was 10 years old, my dad used to take me out to the airport with him, and he was a member of the, the local Civil Air Patrol which is a public service organization, and it's, it's really, it was designed for the purpose of carrying out um, emergency services and, you know, disaster relief missions. And uh, it's, in the United States, it's an auxiliary of the U.S. Air Force. And so I would go with him, and I'm just this little guy, and we'd go out to the airfield. And while he was inside attending the meetings, I would go out and climb into the airplane sitting there on the airfield. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow. Eight years old, nine, ten years old, and I'm sitting there in the cockpit of these planes. No one else around. And so I'm just sitting there acting like I'm flying them. And in my imagination, oh, oh let me tell you, I'm above the clouds. <laughs> oh, I am up there sitting in those planes while on the ground. But look, there was no opposing force of corruption where I was. There was no downward winds, literally perhaps in my imagination, but there's no downward winds, no force, no stormy clouds on my horizon. I didn't encounter any embrasures to the imagined perfection of that 10-year-old sitting there uh, in the experience of flight. And there were no crosswinds to my, those, that desire that was soaring along on those sunny Saturday afternoons. No turbulence, no negative thing whatsoever. I didn't have enough sense to be negative. In other words, there I was, I was at the very beginning and you know what? It was good. Mm. The practice of kinetic belief to attract our desires is exactly the same thing. Go back to the beginning, go back, go to the beginning uh, and begin each day that way. Journey from, in your life, journey from where it is good. Well, let's do some guided thought forms right from the place where all things are good. You want to do that? Stir it up. Just say this out loud. Say, I will succeed today. I will succeed today. Because I am success. Because I am success. I was created to have joy in my life. I was created to have joy in my life. So I choose joy. So I choose joy. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of love. Because love created me. Because love created me. I approve of myself. I approve of myself. Because love approves of me. Of because, me. because love <laughs> approves of me. I My body is healthy. My body is healthy. And I'm grateful to be healthy. And I'm grateful to be healthy. I'm enjoying great peace. I'm enjoying great peace. Within every day of my life. Within every day of my life. Look at me. Look at me. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm happy. I'm happy. And I'm content. And I'm content. My life is a gift to me. My life is a gift to me. And all who know me. And all who know me. And I'm grateful for everything I have manifested. And I'm grateful for everything I've manifested. I choose to see the positive in all others. I choose to see the positive and all others. And I champion. And I champion. Edify. Edify. Encourage. Encourage. And celebrate those I surround myself with. And celebrate those I surround myself with. I surround myself with positive people. I surround myself with positive people. Who champion. Who champion. Edify. Edify. Encourage and celebrate me. Encourage and celebrate me. I don't need someone else to feel happiness. I don't need someone else to feel happiness. I don't need things to be happy. I don't need things to be happy. Happiness has become me. Happiness has become me. I inhabit happiness. I inhabit happiness through my optimism through my optimism for my best life for my best life yes 
Well, if you want to grab the journal that Stephen has mentioned in today's podcast, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. That's going to be free shipping to most places in the world. And then we also have a digital journal as well. And when you get it, if you have it, um, we are covering many of the days from the guided journal in our daily podcast. And again, today it was in the beginning. It was good from day 39. Well, love to all the KVs around the world. And thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.